spiritual sovereignty is the knowing and awareness that you are not separate from God, that God herself is experiencing herself through you. And today, as we continue the discussion on how to prepare for 2021 and beyond body, mind, and spirit, we're going to be talking about spiritual sovereignty, how to attain these high level of conscious states in your life day to day, and how to transcend the big hijacking that is happening right now to prevent from all of this happening. Satnam and welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement show where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body, mind and spirit and also so we can bring in an enlightening society as this old one crumble. Satnam and God morning, beautiful queens. If you're catching this live on IG, God morning. Hi, Lizzie. Thank you. I love this lip color too. You know, I added some of those, these amazing lip liners that a beautiful sister of mine gave me. Her name is Lizzie. And they definitely give it a little bit of a punch. I know what you mean now. I never, ladies used lip liner in my life, probably since high school. But in high school, when I used lip liner, it was always like the Chola lip liner, where it was like really dark brown. And then the inside was like a really light skin color. So you knew that I was wearing a lip liner. So now that I got lip liners for Christmas, for my beautiful Sizzy Lizzy, I've been playing with them and I'm really enjoying them. It's kind of fun to to add color to, to uh, whatever it is that you're doing and what you're feeling vibrationally for the day. So thanks, thanks for my, uh, the compliment. Good morning, beautiful ladies, how are you? This is not gonna be an uh, episode about lip liners, but if you do have any tips, feel free to let me know as well. Today, we're gonna continue the conversation in preparation for the uh, closing out of this year of 2020. 2020, I mean, when you think about it, even the word 2020, it's like, perfect clarity, perfect vision. And although it may have felt very chaotic, the reality is that we received a lot of clarity through a lot of the programs and things that were actually falling apart, right? Because things must fall apart for new, for new to be rebirthed, right? And so we're closing out 2020 and this entire week where we're talking about how to prepare energetically. On Monday, we talked about how to prepare the mind, the most important aspect of setting any intentions, any goals, uh, creating a vision for our life, anything that relates to healing. If you even wanted to change the structure of your body, if you wanted to change anything that relates to your outer reality, you gotta start with the mind. So we talked about the mind and you can catch the replay on my on the podcast, uh, which you can find on Spotify, on Apple, anywhere you really like to enjoy listening to podcasts. And then yesterday we talked about sovereignty as it relates to the body. And really the, the foundation of that, that whole episode is about shifting our perception about the body and going beyond believing that we are just the body and learning how to tap in to what I call the moments of infinity, where we self-realize and we recognize that we are a soul having this human incarnation. And I'm not just talking about it, literally you recognize it in a way where you can collapse time and bring forth instant healing and manifestation. So you can check that one out yesterday as well, because it's very important. If you can transcend this relationship you have with this temple, you can transcend a lot of suffering in this lifetime. And the third aspect of preparation for 2021 and beyond, as it relates to staying sovereign, what is sovereignty? Not being shaken or taken out of your throne from an outside circumstance. Obviously, 
understanding that we all have feelings and that we can process those feelings, not numbing them, but not being basically so attached to something that it causes extreme pain and it causes extreme suffering in your life. And so today we're going to talk about spiritual sovereignty, which to me, although the mind is where the real root problems lie as it relates to change and transformation and healing, spirituality is really at the root cause of what is happening in the world and why our spiritual sovereignty is being hijacked and why everything that is happening in the world is happening for that reason. And in a sense, to prevent the evolution of your own spiritual sovereignty. So today I'd like to talk a little bit about how to prepare yourself spiritually for 2021 and beyond. Because like I mentioned yesterday and the day before, although I may seem that 2020 was chaotic and a lot of people are like, I can't wait for 2021 because everything's just going to be over and back to normal. The reality is that normal was never working and it will never go back to normal. The reality is that we are literally moving into a brand new age of consciousness for the human race. And one of the big aspects about this is that in the age of Pisces, which was the age that we're just closing out, whether you think about it as a 26,000 year cycle that the Aztecs and the Mayans spoke about, the end of the Kali Yuga, this closing out of Pisces, what we're also closing out is that people are forced to now in the age of Aquarius, take off the masks. So what does that mean? In the age of Pisces, you are actually rewarded for not being yourself. Literally, you were rewarded for faking your life. And look at what's happening in the world. You know, you even have so many things that come out and even social media of the, uh, the situations that we see even with social media where people are fake influencers and they would rent out even planes to go pretend like they had this fabulous life. You know, all of those things that basically the age of Pisces was, uh, was portraying as something powerful and beautiful, that's all falling apart. And those that are not authentically themselves are going to suffer tremendously because there are eyes everywhere in my ceremonies, especially with Mother Ayahuasca. She showed me how not only are there eyes everywhere, but that karma is a mathematical equation. And then we all must pay back that mathematical equation. So giving is just as important as receiving. And if you're in a, if you're not being authentic, your energy will speak louder than your words and people can sense that and read that. And that's the masks that are being forced to come off during the age of Aquarius, which is why it's so important for us to really retain our own spiritual sovereignty. And what that means is connection to self, connection to our soul, connection to the divine voice of grace, you know, because every single day we wake up in the morning and we get to decide what voice we're going to listen to. Are we going to listen to the program, the fear mongering, the polarity, or are we going to listen to the stillness, to the voice of truth, to, to the voice of sovereignty? And this is why I explained yesterday how important it is to alchemize the body, to alchemize the mind so that you can live in these states of consciousness where you're tapped in to this neutrality. The other thing that's really, really important for us to understand is that everything that is happening right now is pre-planned. It was, it was made this way. It was done intentionally, especially as it relates to the virus. And the virus, it's so interesting because they call the virus Corona, right? Corona means crown in Spanish, right? And a self-realized being, this is what the, the prophecies always spoke about, spiritual sovereignty. Number one in the age of Aquarius is that you realize that you're not separate from God. 
that God herself is experiencing herself through you in this consciousness. And the second thing is that when you eliminate that illusion of separation from God, you become self-sovereign and powerful. You add the words, I am to whatever your consciousness decides to be. And that that is how powerful you are. And as it relates to co-creation, but what this means also physically is that we're getting to a point in consciousness where we have all of the tools, you know, at one point, Kundalini yoga was only taught to royalty. So only they could self-realize only they could know the Kriyas, the meditations that would basically allow you to balance out the system, right? So what crown Corona means is the state of consciousness for humanity that basically now surrenders to the truth that we are not separate from God and that we are self co-creating like ontological engineers our feelings our thoughts and emotions are literally creating our reality and as we start to open up our chakra system and start to balance it out and as we start to open up our crown chakra we start to actually have this divine connection when the crown chakra is out of balance which is what is happening right now with the world as well because we come from the age of pisces where we were taught that materialistic things were important what happens is that a person is very much in attached to the body and look at what society is going through right now a fear of death right fear of detachment of the body they're also not spiritually connected and they're very much attached to material things so they they're addicted to acquisition of the uh, houses of the cars and then they continue on this journey of acquisition acquisition to get to the point that they're not fulfilled at all and that they're actually very very unhappy and these are the people that are very dangerous because they've had the power as it relates to the material aspects in the age of pisces but they're so unfulfilled and unhappy that they move into their dark side and then they really use that power against other human consciousness because basically they've gotten to the point where they don't realize that the true essence of fulfillment and the true essence of dharma is connection to the self and being able to face ourselves in all of our aspects you know in the darkness and in the light not denying any aspect of aspect of who we are and that's the big awakening of the crown when you start to awaken the crown chakra you can tap in to the subtle world you can tap into the omnipresence and to the amazing opportunities that the sages offer for us to do as well you know the big awakening of the divine feminine has a lot to do with the stories that we were never told about amazing goddesses and women that really were trailblazers and became enlightened themselves you know we did a whole week series talking about how women have been literally pulled out of uh of books like the bible and other teachings because we were basically programmed by the patriarchy to believe that women were just not that powerful and that we were, could not become enlightened like the men did and the stories that you are hearing right now that are awakening are such as Mary Magdalene and Jesus you know now the catholic church in 1969 had to literally uh, give out a public statement saying that Mary Magdalene was never a prostitute that was a story that was portrayed so that we could think less of her then her true powers and the reality is that Jesus chose Mary Magdalene to give her his innate wisdom and powers because he knew that only the divine feminine mary magdalene someone who self realized accept herself as whole and complete could ever carry these uh, teachings forward and that's the consciousness that is awakening right now the other uh, example very clear is the return of osiris you know in egyptian methodology you have isis 
the goddess, just as powerful as Osiris. And they had a beautiful kingdom where everything flourished and people lived in happiness, right? Then the brother Seth, who was very jealous of the light, came and actually killed and murdered uh, uh, Osiris and spread his body little parts throughout the world where Isis through her love and her passion found all of his parts and brought them back together, brought him back to life through her prayer, through her chant, through her meditation, through her incredible power of the womb, right? Brought him back to life and now returning to take back the throne, which Seth, which is the age of Pisces, Seth is the Kali Yuga, Seth is this illusion of separation from God and taking over the minds and spirits of humanity. That is what's crumbling and falling apart right now. So in every spiritual tradition that you look at it, you see the same story being told again. And it's the same prophecy of human consciousness, which is you and me living this incredible epic time where we are evolving, where our consciousness is evolving. And the number one thing that is evolving is our illusion of separation from God, from the universe, from your highest consciousness. That is the number one reason why we are being hijacked through a lot of fear, through control of the mind, through a lot of creation of these viruses and a lot of creation of the basically illusion of even death. Because that's another thing that is awakening within us as human consciousness, right? The actual graduation and what happens after the subtle world, like our Egyptian ancestors, you know, who, who literally trained in their physical 3D incarnation for the subtle world, for the uh, experience of death themselves. And they understood that there was life even after death, that there was an experience that you could still become aware of and actually learn how to not keep reincarnating. Because the reason that we keep in reincarnating into these bodies is because we haven't learned the lessons of love. You know, all of the sages, all of the great masters, they were all given very difficult lessons about love, you know, where they could have responded in a lot of fear and a lot of hate to create more karma. They instead chose to respond in love. And we all have to look at that in our lives because spiritual sovereignty, what that really relates to is learning to forgive. And ultimately getting to a point in your life where you realize there is nothing to forgive, not no one, even yourself. Because ultimately what I see as a blockage for women when it relates to forgiveness and actually taking their spiritual sovereignty back is the lack of forgiveness they have for themselves and believing that something has gone wrong or that they're being punished. That's another big Piscean program. You know, it comes from religion and the sin. And thinking that there is some kind of God that is up in heaven saying that you're good and bad. So all of these are aspects of our own consciousness that we are learning to reparent. That we are learning to bring into cohesiveness, into the neutral mind. So that we can realize that we're not alone. And I realize that there are many people, especially women, that have gone through some really serious traumatic experiences in their life. And it is almost easier for us to look at God or highest consciousness and feel that life is unfair, right? And that life is happening to us. But the reality is there are also a lot of people that have gone through some really tragic things in their lives, really, really tragic things. And I know that because I work with them inside of our community and I myself, you know, everything that happened to me in my life prior to 2020 was just preparing me for what's happening today. It was all a preparation and a training so that today in 2020, I could sit in my throne and sovereignty and be able to share the message of faith and of hope and be able to share the message of me having the ability to self-heal and self-realize and connect back to source 
so that you're able to freely co-create in this lifetime without any fears of anything that is happening. So spiritual sovereignty is a very important aspect and it takes spiritual connection. Spiritual Spirituality is not something that we do. Spirituality is something that we catch. Like humble beings, we surrender every single morning on my mat, I surrender to the divinity. I allow myself to be guided. I allow myself to feel what I need to feel. And I connect more deeply to that divine connection, to that sacred voice that has been guiding me for such a long time, but that for so many years, I really was not listening to. And I ask you to ask yourself, are you listening to that voice? Are you doing what it needs to, what you need to do, which means showing up for you? making yourself a priority. Understand that going within is not a direction, a whole other dimension where you can tap in to this innate power, where you can tap in to this incredible ability to believe and know that life is a gift. And then you can live like our ancestors in reverence. This is the big awakening in all of us, being able to be grateful even for breath, being able to be grateful for the ability to smell the roses, being able to be grateful for the ability to see the formation of the clouds. That is the state of consciousness that we are all evolving to. As Mother Earth herself calls back her children and reconnects us to our own heart and reconnects us back to her, these are the programs that we are all reprogramming ourselves out of, out of lack of connection and out of lack of knowing who we truly are. Because ultimately, ultimately, spiritual sovereignty is knowing who you truly are. And there you collapse time. There's no competition. You live in a state of grace, in a state of peace, where everything becomes a gift. And you know that everything is actually a miracle. So for 2021, I have been meditating all year. There was one meditation that I did. There's one meditation I've been doing for almost two years that I'll never stop doing. And this meditation just has changed my life um, through the Kundalini practice, especially when I left my 15 year business as a real estate broker. It just completely allowed me to ground myself in my truth and not go back into the Piscean programming. So I practiced this meditation almost for two years. Then all of 2020, there was a download that came to me and it was a meditation that was actually activating the Jupiter and the Saturn uh, energies. So all of 2020, I practiced this meditation life-changing. It's been incredible. Every vision that I set out on my business plan, on my personal plan, on my relationships, everything manifested, except for one thing. One thing was that I was supposed to go to Egypt actually this year, but the, the traveling, and I think I could have made it happen, but I just let it go because there were so many things that were happening with uh, Satori and with the Sovereign Woman Movement that I understood that it's going to happen, but it wasn't going to be this year. So I surrendered that. But other than that, Everything that I set my intentions and visions to actually manifest it. The summit, I did a pilgrimage. I did several in-person workshops when people were not doing workshops. The growth of Satori, the growth of the community with the right women, with the women that are really in it for the long run. I mean, it's just been life-changing for me. Looking back at 2020, all the shadow work, all the healing in my relationships with myself, with others. I mean, I honestly can look back and say that it has been, if not one of the best alchemical years of my life. And I say that with a lot of humility. Now, 2021 is coming down. It's right around the corner, right? And as I was meditating, asking for God, for guidance, asking for connection, it was very clear what meditation it was that I was going to be doing for every day for all of uh, 2021. And this meditation I want to share with all of you uh, because it's important that I know a lot of the times I don't share a lot of the meditations within 
the podcast, but today I do. I want to do this so that you yourself have something as a tool belt to help you in this journey because 2021 is when exactly it all will come down crumbling. We're going to start seeing these effects, right? But there's also going to be so much opportunity for rebirthing and to tap into our truth. So this meditation that I'm going to be doing, literally what was said, this is how powerful it is. Uh, you practice this meditation for six months, you know, and God will basically come answering to you. And if you practice this meditation a year, God will come and actually listen to you. I mean, this is, this is how powerful this mantra is and this meditation is as it relates to opening up our spiritual sovereignty and connecting to the truth of who we are. The other thing about this meditation is that it works tremendously on depression and on anxiety. So it actually stabilizes the nervous system. And the, the reason that it does that is because mantra, you know, I explained to you all before, a lot of people use affirmations in their meditations or they use affirmations throughout the day. And the reality is that affirmations actually activate the polarity. So when you're saying an affirmation, it's like you're telling the universe that you're, you don't have it. When you chant mantra, it's a whole different experience. First of all, there's science behind it because these are sound frequencies that gurus, the great sages integrated for hundreds of years. And then they realized that they got a specific result in essence. So they practice something and then they realize they get the specific result. And this mantra for in Kundalini is so effective as it relates to connecting you to the divinity, to the exaltation of what it really feels to be alive and the awareness that you are a soul having this experience. And the reason that it's so powerful is because you use the chant. So you're stimulating the upper pellet of your, uh, of your mouth, which then creates a chemical like reaction in the brain that starts to rewire the subconscious mind, allowing you to connect to the neutrality, allowing you to connect to the infinity of this entire world. But more importantly, it also opens you up to just gratitude and being, being present in this physical existence so that you're able to be in this world, but not of it and use the lessons of what this world is trying to teach you. So I'm going to show you how this meditation is done. And if you have any questions about it, you can send me a DM and I'll send you the email that has a PDF about it. But it's actually pretty easy to do. In Kundalini Yoga, you're always sitting, easy pose to start, and you always tune in with the Ari Mantra. Om Namo Gurudev Namo. So you put your hands up in your heart space, close your eyes, and you take three deep breaths. Through the nose, and then you're exhaling through the nose. On the third exhale, you're going to uh, repeat Ong Namo Guru Dev Namo. So you're releasing. And then you breathe in again. And the third one, exhale again Ong Namo Guru Dev Namo. And then what you're going to do with the meditation is you're going to bring your hands up to your lap. Your right hand is going to be on top of your left, very important. And your two thumbs are going to be touching, kind of like a triangle, like this. You're going to be closing your eyes. You're going to be gazing up to the third eye. Now, here's the mantra that you're going to be repeating. And you're going to be repeating this mantra eight times in one breath. What I do is I, because I, I, I tried practicing this already for about 10 days straight. And then with everything that was happening, I lost the day. So now I'm going to start again on the first, take it all the way 365 days. But what I would do, because you have to say this eight times, Wahe Guru, Wahe Guru, Wahe Guru. Wahe Jio. Wahe Guru. Wahe Guru. Wahe Guru. Wahe Jio. So it's three Wahe Gurus. Wahe Guru. Wahe Guru. Wahe Guru. And then a Wahe Jio. Okay. 
this is so incredibly powerful as it relates to unloading the subconscious and training the mind to stay focused. It helps you incredibly in real day life. So what you're going to do is you're going to touch your thumbs. And what I do to keep me going is I just kind of like, every time I say one, I, I touch my thumb and then my finger just so that I am remembering in my head. But the way it looks, it's very simple. I'm going to close your eyes. Wahe guru, wahe guru, wahe guru, wahe jio. 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 Now you're going to take a deep breath. And then you're going to say it again. Wahe guru, wahe guru, wahe guru, wahe jio. 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 And you're going to inhale. And you're going to exhale through the nose and you're going to say it again. One more time. Now again, your hands are going to be on your lap. Two thing thumbs are going to be making a little triangle and you're going to be closing your eyes. Wahe guru, wahe guru, wahe guru, wahe jio. It's one of the most popular, most used mantras in Kundalini. And again, it's this exaltation of the divinity. The thing that is more important as you're chanting, first of all, a stimulation in the brain is creating this cocktail, right? And then it is also rewiring. It's rewiring you so you can really self-experience yourself as the soul having this human incarnation. I mean, after six months, God is going to come talk to you. And then in a year, God is going to listen to you. Come all in. So this is my meditation for all of 2021. This year, I'm getting ready to retire the other one that I was practicing, which was the intelligence meditation. I still practice it maybe five minutes a day, but not as much as I was doing it. And now this meditation. So I want you to join me 365 days of chanting Wahe Guru, Wahe Guru, Wahe Guru, Wahe Gio, 11 minutes per day. There are some people that have done it by only chanting it 11 times a day, and they've received incredible results as well. But we're going all in, ladies. 2021 is about truly stepping into our sovereign power, going beyond the physical body and the mind really bringing in our gifts and opening up to all of the talents that are already in us. So join me 11 minutes every single day. We start January 1st. And as we're doing the podcast, I'll be checking in with you all. Very important also to keep a journal and to write down the downloads that you're getting throughout the days. Because as you start to evolve and you start to really change the gray matter in your brain, the connection to the divinity is going to be even more powerful. And you're going to be able to feel the effects of this meditation in a way that I can't even explain to you. I was already doing it for 10 days straight and I was already tuning in to the subtle realms and, and really the key here is organizing my mind. I could feel it already. So I can only imagine what a year of practicing this is going to do for all of us. I mean, there's so many great quotes. Yogi Bhajan said, this meditation brings relaxation, strength, and mental clarity. It brings soul talk, the infinite capacity to experience the power of your soul right on the spot. This, uh, it enables you to keep giving to a friend. If you do this meditation for 11 minutes a day for six months, you will experience the cosmos. You can talk to God. If you do it for a year, God will come and listen to you. And that's exactly what the great master Jogi Bhajan said about this meditation and everything he's ever said about Kundalini, I've trusted and it has done some incredible 
potent work in my life. So 365 days, ladies, 11 minutes a day. If you don't have 11 minutes a day to meditate, then we have got to talk about your life because you probably have bigger issues. We all have 11 minutes a day to meditate. It is much more effective if you meditate prior than 7 a.m., 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. are the ambrosial hours where the, when the great sages and the masters awoke and meditated. So start a new habit. And if you really want to go in, I would say start today. So that way, when the first comes in, your mind has already made that mental check that this is what I'm doing every single day. And you, you'll be able to tap into it a lot more quicker. And a year from now, we're going to be on here again. And I can't wait to hear the results. I can't wait to hear the experiences that you tapped into. Because ultimately, what we're all reaching for is these states of conscious and spiritual sovereignty. I'm excited to join this journey with all of you. So let's continue the conversations as we continue with these podcasts. Justina says, oh, I never thought about affirmations in that manner before. Yeah, I never did either until I started to learn more about the sound frequencies. And I actually, the first person I heard say that was Guru Jagat. And she was talking uh, about how you're basically activating the lack and the universe is like, oh, she doesn't have it. So we can't give it to her. And that's why these sound frequencies, we have like universities that are studying them and stuff like that. But yeah, affirmations, they work to a point where you're, you can, you know, it takes time, but most of the time you're actually activating the not having it. So that's why these mantras are so, so powerful. Starting tomorrow. Yes, Rukia, love it. Keep that journal and we'll start together tomorrow. That way we can, uh, since we fasted together, we'll do this together too. In a year from now, I can't wait. You know, six months as it is, is going to be pretty powerful. But but uh, six months is going to be pretty powerful, Mark. But in a year, we're going we're gonna to be seeing some pretty cool things happen. So exciting. So let me know. And if you are uh, doing this, of course, if you're joining us in this one-year challenge, then also tag me on your stories and put it up there. So I'd love to share it with the community. You don't know how, much, how inspiring that is with others. As you guys share your own meditation journey, I started to, I share in my stories and then I get DMs from other women. They're like, wow, she's doing it. She's been doing it for 40 days. I'm going to join in on that. The key here is, is to show up for yourself, ladies. This is the key. You know, once you prioritize you and you realize that going within is in a whole other dimension with a lot of wisdom, a lot of answers, you'll be able to really make this the best life ever. A true life of beauty, of, of gratitude, and of a lot of sovereignty where you can transcend and be the leader that you were born to be. So thank you ladies so much for joining today. Thanks for the great feedback. Excited to be back next year, 2021 with season two of the Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast. We're going to start a whole new yogic teachings, holistic teachings to take your sovereignty back for all of 2021. I'm excited to continue to share from my heart. I'm wishing you all a very blessed new year, whether you're celebrating at home or you're hanging out with family, really tune in to the awareness of what a badass you are for transcending everything you transcended this year and understand that the best is yet to come. That I promise you. Thank you for being a beautiful sovereign woman in this community. I love you all dearly. I can't wait to check in with you a year from now when we've all been meditating with this meditation. Satnam, beautiful queens, and I'll see you all next year on Monday. Satnam. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. 
Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SESWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.